You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters Massard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for coming back to the show. I'm excited to share my information with you and what Google didn't tell you. And why am I saying what Google didn't tell you? Because I am a huge Google fan. I mean, geez, what would we do without Google? I mean, literally, Google is everything. But the thing that I want to mention most and what I hear all the time, you know, I tell you a funny story, and I'm sure that you've done this too. Everyone looks up their symptoms on Google. What's the first thing that you do when you feel sick or something going on is, oh, just Google it. So I went to my doctor and I said, you know, I had this thing going on and I Googled it and he said, stop. Don't go any further. I don't want you to tell me what you Googled because the first thing that comes up on Google are all these serious illnesses and things of that nature, and then your mind starts to go crazy. So what I'm saying, friends, is I'm not saying that Google isn't amazing and great, but what you have to understand is that Google represents also a search engine that is looking for data and information that is servicing your request. So whatever you put in Google that you're looking for, it's going to come up with all kinds of information and websites that are answering the question that you're trying to understand. So you will come across websites or opinions of others that eh, may not necessarily be 100% correct, and hence why it's really important to research. So when I say what Google didn't tell you, what I wanted to do was tell you some things from a 28-year veteran in this industry that knows the ups and downs of credit and can tell you the real facts of what going what's going on. So, you know, I always say this, that today more consumers are in jeopardy due to a lot of the inaccurate or unfavorable credit scores or information that goes on when you're actually looking at your credit history. So I'm here today to help you prepare ahead and to answer those funky questions that come up when you're looking at your credit history and you're scratching your head going, what is this? I don't understand. Why is my credit score so low? I pay all my bills on time and I've been a good boy or girl. Well, sometimes that's not enough. Although I will tell you, it is important to be good and to follow all the rules. (laughs) But the thing is, is that there are unfortunately some unfair practices of the credit industry and it's very subjective. So it's important to know the rules and to know how to play the game to win. And right now, you know, it's amazing to be in the U.S. because credit in the U.S. is So, so, you know, I say this all the time. You know, I had a client that moved here from Paris and he says, wow, you know, this system is so different than what happens in Paris or what happens in Europe. They say, you know what? You've got good credit. We're going to go ahead and trust you. We're going to allow you to buy a million dollar home and you can put 10% down and a bank will back the rest as long as you have a good credit history. And of course, you've got to have money in the bank. But here's the thing, you know, millions of Americans could pay more 
for or be denied credit insurance or utilities because of inaccurate credit scores. According to a study released by the Consumer Federation of America, the CFA and the National Credit Reporting Association, consumers are not provided with information about which specific accounts are responsible for low credit scores. So that's why you need to come to experts like me so that we can train you and teach you the skills that you need to know to be dangerous and to always have a high FICO score. You know, because in many cases, it's not even clear whether a delinquency or a public record, which actually public records don't appear on credit reports anymore, but it can get in the middle of a transaction. And we talked about that in our previous shows, but it's not clear whether a collection or what is responsible for your credit score being lower. Now, there are a lot of different companies out there that give you ideas of what you can do to increase your FICO score. They'll also give you ideas on the different things that are hurting your FICO score. But we're going to go over a little bit of that today. So I want to ask a question. What is credit? I mean, really, at the end of the day, what is it and why does it exist? Well, here's the thing. Credit actually allows you to require to acquire goods and services without the use of money. So I ask my real estate agent friends, out there all the time. Do you get a lot of clients that come to you and say, hey, you know what? I've got $2 million in the bank and I want to go ahead and pay cash for this house. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but I would say 95% of the time it's not happening. So when someone wants to actually buy a house or they want to buy a car, no one's coming with cash down to completely purchase the transaction. What they're actually using is a system called the credit system. And this is why it's important to have a really, really high FICO score. What else does credit do? Well, credit removes the barriers for consumers on just like what I just talked about. So with you owning a business, sometimes you want to grow your business. You want to invest in marketing. You want to do a new website. There's things that you want to do for your business, but you don't have the cash flow to do so. So what does credit do? It allows you that leverage or that platform so that you can use that to get ahead. That's what credit is for. I mean, credit gives you control over purchases without the use of cash. Now, it's really important to know and understand that credit can be super dangerous too. If you don't have a plan of action and you don't know how you're going to pay off that loan, that can be super dangerous. So you also want to plan ahead because the promise to pay is as good as money itself. So it's important to manage your credit. Now, the other thing that I want to talk about when we're talking about what Google didn't tell you is I want to talk about credit bureau facts. Now, we've talked about this again in our past shows and who the three credit agencies are, Experian, TransUnion, and CBI Equifax. It's important to know that they're all separate entities, okay? They're all separately owned, Now, Experian and Equifax are publicly traded. TransUnion is a privately held institution or company, but they're all for-profit businesses. And what do they profit off of? Well, 
They profit off of you and me, our data and information and our spending patterns and habits. What is one of the big things that they do? They keep that data and information and analytics to sell to companies. Who do they sell to? They sell to all kinds of different marketing companies. If there's wine companies out there that want to earn your business, what are they going to do? They're going to take data of understanding how much wine you buy. Well, how do they know that information? Because they get those analytics and data from, let's say, club cards or, you know, different purchases. They're able to pull this information from your credit card statements. There's something that's called API. All of the technology that is around now can help them decipher and understand all of your habits, all of your spending habits, how much credit you have, how much credit you've had, all of the different loans that you've had over the life of your credit. So these credit agencies are not just in the business to give credit reports and hand out data to financial institutions about if you're a good credit risk. It goes way beyond that. The other thing is, is that it's important to know and understand that these credit agencies sell your information to these third parties so that they can market to you. And that can be dangerous, okay? Because identity theft is the number one crime in America. And so why do you want your information sold to a third party? Well, I have good news for you today. One of the things that you can do is you can opt out of the agency selling your information. Super simple, going on their website and processing them, opting you out of them selling your information to any third parties. And incidentally, that's something that you should do on any type of site that you sign up for, any type of newsletters that you sign up for. You'll always see when you get to the end of any type of transaction that you're doing or anything that you're signing up for, it will say, do you want us to market to you? Do you want us to send you emails? Do you give us the permission to share your information with third parties? And you always, always, always want to say no. But moving right along with the credit bureaus and who they are is the thing that we also want to know and understand is that they report different accounts and often different information on the same accounts. Okay. Now, we have to understand that there is a cost for reporting this information to your credit history. So all of the banks and the financial institutions, it's not free for them to report this data. It costs for them to report this data. It costs for them to make updates or changes and things of that nature. So a lot of smaller companies, smaller banks, credit unions, collection agencies, they don't have a relationship with all three credit agencies. They only, they may only have a relationship with one of the credit agencies because they don't want to pay fees to three different entities. So it's important to know and understand and hence why we need to pull all three of our credit reports to magnify or put under a magnifying glass what each of the agencies are reporting. But you need to know and understand that different companies report to one or all three of the companies. And this, again, is why we have the three different FICO scores. Not only do each of the agencies use their own algorithms, their own analytics when it comes to the FICO score, but different companies, like I said, have a contract with either one or all three of the agencies agencies and hence why one agency score may be a little bit lower than the other because 
that particular agency that has a higher FICO score has more information and data being reported to it because those banks and financial institutions actually have a contract and a relationship with that particular bureau. Now, here's the thing also to understand is that there are names to these scoring systems that each of the agencies use. Experian uses the originator FICO, and they've also come out with their own scoring system called Vantage. They're trying to only use Vantage scores now, and I think they will be successful over the next coming months or year. Equifax uses a system called Beacon, and TransUnion uses a system called Empirica. Each of those agencies are derived off of the original creator of the analytics or the mathematical system that FICO originated. But basically what they've been able to do is create their own analytics when it comes to that specific platform and hence why there are three different FICO scores. Each agency, like I said, operates different. And of course, they each have stockholders um, on the two that are publicly traded, which are Experian and Equifax. So they're held to a higher yield versus TransUnion and hence why it's so much easier to Get through to TransUnion, to be honest with you. So, you know, the credit bureaus, they maintain data on your financial payment histories and your personal identifying data. And the thing to remember is that they don't make credit decisions. Okay. Yes, they do give you your FICO scores, but they're not the ones that make the credit decisions. All of the different banks and financial institutions have their own ideas and algorithms that they use to approve or disapprove applications. Now, they are predicated and based a lot of the times off of the FICO score and the analytics that the credit agencies give to them. But it's important to understand that if you get turned down from the bank, it's not the credit agencies that you should go to. You've got to go back to the bank and have an understanding of why they're turning down your application. And obviously, a good credit record is critical to obtaining credit and purchasing goods and services when you're looking to build a business or buy a home and things of that nature. Now, remember that the system is not perfect. Okay, and this is why it's important to monitor your credit and monitor your accounts and the information that's reported or recorded to your credit history and your credit cards and your loans. It's important to look at the inquiries that are showing up on your credit report so that you know and you are prepared for those transactions that you're going to embark on. This is why I always say that planning is so ultra important is that you don't want to get stuck in a trap where if you're not monitoring your credit and you find that beautiful home that you want to embark on getting a loan for and because you haven't checked your credit history ahead of time and you find out your FICO score is not in the position that the bank wants to see it in in order to give you that loan, if you're monitoring your credit or you plan ahead, you'll be able to look at all of these different things that the credit agencies are reporting and the analytics that they're using and you'll be able to fix things, perfect things, make your FICO score into a bankable position so that you get the best interest rate and you have to put the lease down when you're talking about real estate. It's the same thing with loans though. We want to get low interest rate loans and the only way to that path is making sure that you're a good steward over your credit history, your finances and your payments to credit cards and loans. So I hope this has helped you understand what Google didn't tell you about the credit agencies and the things that you need to monitor, manage and maintain. And by the 
way, make sure that you tell your friends and family about this podcast. Make sure that you listen to our past shows. Share this information with your coworkers. This is super important life hacks that you need to even share with your children. I can tell you the greatest gift that you can give to your children is financial literacy. And friends, I'm so glad that you keep coming back to this show. Until next time, I'm out.